Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Prep Talk, the podcast that hopes to inspire, educate, and entertain you towards your dream jobs. I am your host, Tori Acosta. In this episode, we discuss picking the right college and a look into how life is after graduation with our guest, Veronica Polanco. Let's start prepping. Three, two, one. One. You're tuned into The Prep Talk with your host, Mondo Rodriguez. It's that whole thing of it's not what you know, it's who you know. Des Sanchez. The thing is, I'm really antisocial, so like you don't really... And Tori Acosta. I can't even solve my own problems. How am I supposed to solve these other people's? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Prep Talk. This is your host, Victoria Acosta. And with me is... Mondo Rodriguez. Des Sanchez. And we have a special guest today. You want to introduce yourself? <laughs> uh, my name is Veronica, or Ronnie, and I am Mondo's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Mondo has a girlfriend. Applause. <laughs> She's a Texas State alum, and she has a history degree, so we have some diversity today. Yes, a lot of diversity. <laughs> okay, so. Well, to start off, how was everybody's day? Oh, yeah. Des? Oh, do I leave? Okay. I get. I see what's going on here because y'all picking on me because I'm sick. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. To everybody who doesn't know, Des right now is with us on a Zoom call because she got sick, air quotes. Stop. She's, she's faking, but I guess. I'm not faking. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> it's real out here. Now, we're sorry that you're sick. What did you say? Yeah, it was a cough, a cold. Okay, so I got a cold. I thought it was just allergies because I was just sneezing on Friday and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll be okay. It was like the beginning of Friday and then it got worse. <laughs> and I had like an actual fever. And then I was like, okay, well, I got to tell them. I can't show up Friday, so no. now we're here rescheduled on a different on a different day. The funny thing was, you told us, "Yeah, I can't talk. My voice is messed up." Blah blah blah. But whenever you recorded your donut, you sounded fine. Like no, you, trust you... <laughs> me, I had to like wait a bit, and then I I've been using like raw honey to make my voice like more clearer. But mm. like I'm really nasally right now, and I'm trying to like be normal. Be normal. Be normal. <laughs> That's all we can all just be normal. Yeah, Des got sick. My car broke down. It's really been our week. Your car broke down? Did you not? Yes. Do y'all oh, not read right. the messages? Yeah, I remember. I know. The you're the only one who reads them. <laughs> not, when not, you leave, we're going to be like, everywhere. Gonna, we'll see how y'all do because just in general, these past couple of weeks, I think the week before, like, I have been tired. But I've been seeing everybody on social media saying how tired they are. They take naps. They wake up late. They do all these things and they're still tired. I think That's I saw me. something on TikTok and it, this may be like super made up. I don't know. You know how people like to do that. Um, but it was like uh, March is like the hardest month for everyone or something like that. And it had to do with like, I don't really remember what it was, but I kept seeing TikToks about people saying that March was just not it for a lot of people. That they were like constantly tired and that it was a hard month. And I was like, who are 
Who's telling you about me? Because <laughs> March has been one of the worst months ever. Yeah, it really has been. Uh, even this past week, like it was just so hectic for us to even try to get together to get an episode yeah. going. With your car breaking down, Des getting sick. Our guest, who we were supposed to have, just had to reschedule with us. And so we were having to move a lot of pieces and figure stuff out. And But we're here now. I guess. Kinda. <laughs> I'm kinda tired. No, I and I slept all day. <laughs> I am exhausted. I slept in these past couple of days. Well, not yesterday because I had work, but I was just mm. exhausted throughout the day to where I was just <laughs> Was he not? Oh, he slept in like Friday, Thursday. Thursday I had class. We were supposed to have lunch. Oh, <laughs> Okay. He's getting it on the show now. He, <laughs> no, he uh, it happens like he he works himself a lot. Like he does a lot of work for like school. And so it, it it's okay. You know, we all have those days where we're like super overwhelmed. Um so like I wasn't like upset or anything, but he, we were supposed to have lunch that day and this man overslept and I'm pretty sure he missed his class. Actually no. I was going to go to class. But then the professor emailed me saying, hey, guys, I'm feeling under the weather, so we're just not having class today. So I was like, bet. And I fell back asleep. And then when I woke up, it was 11.05, and I was like, crap. So, uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Mm, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but it happens. It happens yeah. when you're a busy little bee. Yeah, but, yeah, March just, it. what was it? It's, it's April. April now. It's April now. Maybe our lives will get better. I'm hoping. Actually, oh bringing about that, has anyone gotten pulled on April Fools? No. My coworkers tried to get me yesterday. What did they do? So I ordered Chick Fil A because I was hungry, and <laughs> <laughs> I so I'm a lifeguard at the activity center here, and I went on stand. But before I did, I told them, "Hey, I got food coming. Just let me know." They're like, okay, yeah. So I go on stand. I'm on there for like two minutes. And then my other coworker comes up and is like, phone for you. And I was like, oh, is it my food? And she was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I go get the phone. I was like, hey, uh, Maya grabbed your food and she spilled everything. So uh, she's kind of upset. She's in the back. Uh, I just need you to come tell her it's okay and, you know, grab whatever's left of your food, blah, blah, blah. And as soon as they told me that, I was like, this is the worst April Fool <laughs> I have heard of. But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to ruin their fun because I have – to me, April Fool's hasn't been the same since like high school. Oh Nobody really God. does. Did jokes. you really act surprised? No. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> On the phone, I was gonna be like, "Yeah, this is a bad April Fool's joke," but I wasn't gonna like ruin their fun. So I was like, "All right, I'll be there in a bit." Hang up the phone. I go out there, and she's like wiping a drink off of her pant leg, and I'm like, "Did y'all really spill my food?" <laughs> and then <laughs> I look around. They're like, "April Fool's." I'm like, "Oh, I knew y'all were joking, but you did get me in the first half." So I'm not gonna lie, but. They're like, oh, how'd you know? And I was like, first of all, I know that Chick-fil-A seals the crap out of these bags. Yeah, they do. So there's no way you're going to spill it. But I did think you spilled my drink. And I would be upset about that because I need my Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I love Dr. Pepper. That is the go-to drink. Who doesn't? That is the go-to drink. But yeah, that was my April Fool's experience. I I forgot it was April 1st, if I'm being completely <laughs> honest. I forgot April Fool's happened on April 1st. So nothing. We didn't even happened. talk about your week. Huh? We were saying, saying how our week was going. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Well, I... For me, it's just 
the same schedule consistently because I go to work from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day here at the lovely Student Business Services <laughs> building, uh, J.C. Kellum, room 188, if anyone wants to go say hi. <laughs> Don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's what I do um, Monday through Friday. I'm there telling kids why their bill costs the way it does and oh my god giving them breakdowns and then parents also asking how to pay for summer and fall so it's it's pretty repetitive honestly and while she's breaking it down they're breaking down so oh yeah <laughs> i'm breaking down some some phone calls are i'm just like this could have been an email <laughs> you could have sent that as an email and i could have could have avoided this completely but here we are um what else? We went to go see the new Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh yeah, we did. That was actually a pretty good movie. It was really good. Well, no, I gave it a six out of ten. It depends on how you look at it. But this is not a <laughs> we're not gonna go into the whole review of the movie. <laughs> yeah, no for sure. But we went to go see that. I still haven't seen John Wick four, which I said I wanted to see. But I'm leaving that up to you. Hint. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I know she wants to go watch it, so eventually we will. <laughs> what about the Mario movie that's coming up? Ooh, I do want to go watch that. That's isn't that next it's week? It's this week, I think. It's the fifth. Have y'all seen the, the new Creed? Yes. yes. Was it good? Yes. Fantastic. Definitely recommend. Really I good. really want to see that. It was so good. A really good. Movie. Like it, it made me tear up. Oh, I need to see it. It was so good. Yeah. Really recommend that movie. They did a really good job. Sad Sylvester Stallone's not in that one, but like he's not. No, mm -mm. that was you didn't see that. No, there's this whole ordeal because he created the movie. Like he writ, wrote it and did all these things. It's his. He owned it, but somebody higher up basically took the rights away from him, and they changed a bunch of stuff and. Sylvester was in an interview and he told him, I do not like that guy because that was supposed to be something that I made for my kids. That way, whenever I'm gone, I can pass it down to them and they have something from me. But the dude just took it from him and took the rights. So he's not in it. But he was like, I have nothing against Michael B. Jordan. He's a good kid. If he wanted to do Creed Four, I would gladly do it. But as long as that other guy is not a part of it. That's messed up. I want to know who that other guy is. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, we Call him out. Write him a very strongly worded letter. <laughs> yeah, we could probably look that Listen up. Listen here. <laughs> I'm surprised it was good after that. I loved him. Uh, I I mean. Well, you haven't even seen the first two Creed movies. You right? haven't? I've seen one of them. I you but didn't. I don't remember. Oh, then might as well not have watched it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, I think I didn't miss Sylvester Stallone that much. I'm not going to lie. Like, I've seen Rocky. Like, we've all seen Rocky. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, we've all seen Rocky. So, like. Yeah, the first Rocky was okay. Yeah, the second was uh, was pretty good. Okay, well, I haven't honestly seen Rocky in a good <gasps> while. Yeah, I know. And you over here calling me out for not watching the first two Creed movies? Big side eye, side eye, side <laughs> eye. Y'all hate me <laughs> <laughs> because, like, I have not ever seen Rocky or Creed movies at all. They're good. They're yeah, they're pretty good. Oh, you've been living under a rock? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're pretty old. They are old movies. But what are Rocky. you trying to say? Are you saying I'm old? Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I've seen them. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> I retract my remark. Anyways, 
Okay, so like what why did you go into history? So long story short, um the reason why I went into history is because I was originally a um journalism major with like a minor like not a minor but like concentration in film. Um and that's what I came here to do in the first place and I did I was pretty all right, you know. I uh I covered I I got into KTSW and I also was here for a while too, like just a semester. <laughs> um because after that semester I kind of realized that I wasn't as passionate as I thought I would be for journalism and like film and stuff like that. So I decided to get a degree in something I was actually very good at, like history. What am I doing with it? Right now, nothing. <laughs> um, but I I chose history because I just, I've always been very passionate about it, like super. I'm obsessed with it. I can talk anyone's ear out for history or anything like that. It's It's a little bit annoying, <laughs> I've heard. But, yeah, it's just one of those things that I was like, yeah, it, it makes sense. It, it makes a lot of sense. And so I got my degree in history, and I changed everything completely. Do you want to do anything with that? Well, ideally, I wanted to work in, um, like, not artifact preservation, because that's, I was like, thinking about that. cause that is, like, a whole different, like, concentration, but more so, like, uh, documents or, like, books and stuff okay. like that. Stuff that, you know, you work to preserve public history um so like in a museum or something like that maybe new york i don't know they have <laughs> new, new york seems fun they have amazing libraries and their archives are just i love libraries they're so wonderful they're so wonderful actually you know how i was talking earlier about that uh mystery like that like um that only one mystery book that i have yeah um and it's it's about a heist or something that's going on in a, in a library in New York, and it's, like, these panels uh, for an atlas that was, like, hand-drawn by, like, a very famous explorer, and this family was, like, fighting each other because every panel was worth at least a good, like, $10 million or something like that, and it was, like, a massive panel, like, the size of this, like, wall over here, and so the whole premise is they were fighting for it, and so it takes place in a library in New York, and I was, like, oh, wouldn't it be so wonderful to work in a and like records and archives and stuff like that. Yeah, that seems fun. So yeah, that's where I saw myself. But right now I'm just trying to stay up. That you wasn't know? me farting, by the way, guys. <laughs> that was the chair. <laughs> that was the chair. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Have you seen Charmed? What's Charmed about? It's like they're witches. No. Wait, I feel like I have seen. It's because, like, she, she does, like, a job like that where she, like, she's into history, and that's what I was thinking about. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen it or, like, heard I don't of think it. so. But, like, usually whenever we watch uh, movies together, she's... It's a show. Char- oh. It's, like, I, pretty old. I know what you're talking about. I never watched I thought it was, like, a movie or something. But whenever, like, when me and her watch movies, usually something historical will happen. And she's just, like, pause it real quick. No. <laughs> pause it and she's like fun fact <laughs> and she she'll go into a whole deep thing and it just turns into a little thing and she's like yeah and i was like well i didn't know that but i do now so there's this thing that keeps haunting everyone at the house um because it's me mondo and our roommate 
who is my best friend and his childhood best friend. So we're all living in their house. And I just, I can't stop talking sometimes. <laughs> and when something just comes to my brain, like, I have to say it. I just have to. And my roommate, I don't know what we were talking about or what trivia we were playing or something. And I started saying, oh, we were talking about Mesoamerican cultures or something. And I said the word azul, which is blue. <laughs> it's going to be brought up again here. Oh my God. Um, the word azul is like Arabic or like Aramaic or something like that. And it, it, it became blue in the Spanish language. And that's how it was like incorporated. And now we say azul. But I, I honestly don't know what the Aramaic or Arabic word is. But So I kept trying to explain it. And you and... Our roommate were just like, shut up. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, never... Just like, stop talking about it. We don't care. Mm -hmm. Like, not like that mean or anything, but it was more of like. We get it. Yeah, like <laughs> you're the only one here who actually cares about where the word azul comes from. Okay, first of all, I didn't say anything. I was listening. <laughs> Our roommate was the one that was. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they're always bickering back and forth with each other. So I'm just like, I just sit there and watch. <laughs> Cause it's funny, <laughs> but um, as I mentioned before, because Des mentioned she was from McAllen, Ronnie is also from the nine five six area, and so where? No, <laughs> you said that so <laughs> where? Um, where? I am from Roma, Texas, which is like about maybe an hour or so away from like Laredo, Zapata, or like McAllen. I've been to Laredo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so like which begs the question mm. like both for for all of us like where how did you end up going from McAllen from Roma all the way south in Texas how did y'all come all the way up to San Marcos to attend Texas State Texas State So it was during my senior year where I kind of just applied to a bunch of different colleges and uh, I like even though I had like an older brother that went to like a specific college which I ended up going to but then ended up transferring over to Texas State I didn't know what college to go to because like okay I really wanted to be part of communications but I didn't know that you can have a degree in something specific so let's just say the DMI um, what's it called degree that I'm in right now I didn't know I could do that or I didn't know you can get like specific degrees towards like what you really want to study in. And I didn't know that kind of thing. I thought it was just all broad. So it was like I thought it was just communications or like history, English, stuff like that. So when it came to choosing my college, I had to think about like um, what colleges will give me a degree that would be specific. Or if I wanted to change my major, what, what, would, what could I do? or what kind of credits would be sufficient so I can change my major later, uh, later on. And so I kept like looking throughout, like, um, I think it was during, I think springtime, I was thinking like, okay, well, what kind of colleges have communication degrees or which are like the best universities are in like Texas that have like a good communication college. So then uh, Texas State came up and of course, I applied. I didn't get in because of one requirement that I needed. It was like some sort of English and I was uh, exempt from it, but they still needed an English. So I had to kind of fight against it. And I didn't want to like, you know, 
go about it. So I ended up transferring to uh, the Texas A&M Kingsville College before transferring over to Texas State. And because I finally got one of my Englishes, they decided to let me transfer later on. So I ended up going that route. And I really wanted to go to Texas State because I was like, oh, the what's it called? I think it's really pretty versus like a ghost town. And I was kind of getting really bored of the ghost town life. So I was like, okay, there needs to be something else I need to do here. I want to socialize more. I want to be like more of myself. And I was just, I just kept looking at what other universities I could possibly transfer to that wasn't within like the A&M system because I was having like a lot of trouble transferring out of it. Um, That would have, I would say like the, the credits I had over there wouldn't transfer right or thoroughly into like other universities so I had to look also look at those types of options and I just I picked Texas State because I was like why not I had already applied for it during senior year of high school like might as well try again and it was hard again uh hard to get in but after a while I got in and I was like okay but I think this will do pretty good and then I saw that they were making um a TV station, and I was like, okay, bet, I'm going to do it. So then I ended up transferring over here, and it was like one of the best decisions I've ever made. Nice. So why did you come from 956 all the way up here to Texas State? Well, uh, I'm going to be the first to say it was not because it was like, I have to go to Texas State. You know, like, it wasn't any like that. I'm, I was... Pretty much the first of my like family to go to college, so none of them knew exactly what college. You know, they weren't like looking into it for me or persuading me to go this route or the other. It was more so like, you figure it out. You got this. Mm. Like you're you're smart. You figure it out, kind of thing. Um, and so originally, I applied to Brown University. Whoa. And at the time, because I was such a big tryhard in high school, I actually did get accepted. You but, got accepted Brown? Yes. But I, I didn't end up going. Um, it Like I said, it, I wasn't going to college for the academic reasons or for anything like that. I think coming from where I did, I was literally just trying to run away as far as I could. As far as I was kind of like allowed to financially because... Leaving a small town like Roma is very expensive, like yeah. super expensive. Um, so it was more of like a me of like, okay, where can I go where it's far enough from here that I could be fine financially on my own, but close enough that I could still go back if I wanted to. Kind like of realistic. Thing. Yeah, realistic. Because, I mean, Brown sounds amazing. And, it. I mean, it's beautiful there and everything. But... Not financially, to be in debt. yeah, not. I mean, I'm already in debt, you but know? like that's a but lot, like, yeah. And like Brown, is just you know, it's Brown, it's not like a whatever place to go to. So I was like, you know, so I weighed my options and I applied to Texas State and like UT Austin and like UTSA and all these places. And I got in to like UTSA and I got in here to Texas State. Um, I never finished my application to Austin, so I me too. <laughs> so I just I didn't get in there, but I uh, it was a boy. It all came down to a guy. 
Oh, no. It, yes, it all came down to a guy. I moved up here in 2016 to go to college, and it's because my then-boyfriend was transferring over to Texas College. Texas State. Texas, Texas College. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was transferring over from, like, a smaller college to Texas State University. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. We can both go to college together. It'll be fun. Like, it'll be a success story made from, like, a like a Nicholas Parks like, <laughs> book or something. But it didn't happen that way. And Des is over here freaking out about something. <laughs> no, it's because I went through the exact same thing. I almost went to Texas Tech because of <gasps> a then ex. And then we ended up breaking up. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so glad I did not transfer to Texas yeah. Tech because I didn't even finish my application. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I know like a lot of people put a lot of thought into like academically worse is going to take me um, network wise. What is the best place for me for what I want to do? But I remember not knowing what I wanted. I I think I waited too long to actually start planning out what I want to do with my future. Um, and I was just like, what am I going to do? Like, I spent four years in high school doing, like, uh, broadcasting. Because mm -hmm. we have, like, a we have, or they have a TV station. And I was, like, a... I was a, a, a journalist, a reporter for them and everything. Um, and I did that from freshman year to senior year. But I was having so much fun. And I was just, you know, doing all these things to get experience or whatever. But I wasn't planning out how I was going to use it later. So when I came to college, it all just boiled down to a guy. Like, honest, honestly, it all came just down to the guy going, well, I'm going here. You can join if you want. You can join if you want. And I was like, well, I'm going to need a support system because I'm going to be very far away from my family. So this makes sense. This makes total sense. But that didn't end up happening, like, at all. Not one bit. So we, you know, we break up, and I have to figure, like, now I have to figure it out on my own. Like, now it's, I have to do it. And um, thankfully, because I came to Texas State, I made such fantastic friends. I used to work for the Sooner Rec Center as a lifeguard. And that's Is that how y'all met? No. no. Oh. No. But that's how eventually we do meet because my roommate or our roommate, um, shout out to Kimball, um, he he was one of the lifeguards at Texas State. And he was like a head lifeguard there and he was um kind of like he took me in, in a way. And because of him, I found great friends that we're, I mean, we still talk to this day. We're all, we're all, we're all doing our own thing now, but we still, you know, anytime someone's in town, we're like, oh, hey, like. Y'all keep in touch. Yeah, we keep in touch kind of thing. And well, Kimball, well, me and him, we've been living together since the breakup. <laughs> Actually, no, for like the breakup, I lived by myself for a while. No, with another person, but not together with my roommate, but um, then eventually we moved in together, and we've been living together ever since. And if I hadn't come here, I wouldn't have never met him. Um, so, you know, even though it boiled down to, like, a guy, why I came to Texas State, I would still not change that. If I could do it all over again, I wouldn't, because I know, I, I know who I'd be able to meet, and they've been fantastic, really.
Yeah. This school was actually very good. It was very good to me. I will say. <laughs> very good. So, like, even though it was because of a dude, it was still one of the best choices I've ever made in my life. Yeah. It really was. Well, about you? you were in Houston, so how did you go from Houston going back down to San Marcos? Well, like, okay, I'm like you. Like, I'm first gen. Mm-hmm. So the whole process was like, whoa. Like, I didn't know, like, scholarships were separate from, like, your application. And, like, you, yeah. I was, like, the small, the short response are not that short, first of all. Mm. Like, they're so long. And I was, like, I really wanted to go to A&M. Or, and then I got accepted to Baylor. And I was, like, maybe I'll go to Baylor. And then I got accepted to, like, Texas State. I was, like, okay. <laughs> like, like, all right, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Because I was also kind of a tryhard. Yeah. A little bit. Not as much as Brown, but that was crazy. It's, I think... You know what it is with college, like you have to really show yeah, what uniqueness you bring to the table. Exactly. Um, and I was just, I guess, I had a lot of extracurricular activity backing me up, like a lot of it, because I was doing broadcasting, I, I would do state competitions, Whoa. I went to um, one national competition for broadcasting, um... So, like, I had a lot of extracurricular activity that backed me up. And then my grades at the time, <laughs> you know, I don't know what happens once you go from, like, senior high school to freshman college. That me you right just, now. Yeah. <laughs> and so my, my I think my, my GPA was not the best. But because my extracurriculars and my essays were, like, its own thing. Yeah. That's why I think it happened. I think not, essays yeah. had a, a lot. Yeah. Because, I mean... I'm not, I'm not like the smartest person around. I just really, I try. Really Why do you hard. shake your head? Because she is one of the smartest people around. She's really smart. She just, she's way too humble about it. It sounds like, hey, you went on the rant about his old. Yeah. <laughs> like not many people know that. I know, but it's just like, I feel like it's just like dumb facts that I know. Yeah. You know, like, it's just like, oh yeah, like, did you know that heels were originally made for men, butchers in particular? So, I knew that. So yeah, see, like, it's very interesting, but you're just like, what? It's like the Pythagorean theorem. I'm not going to use it. It's not going to benefit my life what is whatsoever. That? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was really concerning. Yeah, just a little bit. Look, I'm, I'm bad at math, but I, I know some stuff. Some stuff. Some stuff. But I was like... I and my mom was talking to me. She was like, "Do you really want to go to A and M, or are you just doing it to prove to yourself that you can do it?" And I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> you're kind of right." Because and then I came to visit because we would come down to St. Marcus a lot for family vacations, and I didn't even know there was a school down here. And I I obviously really like it, so we come visit it, and it's the one and only school I visited. And I was like, "Yep, <laughs> this is it. This is it. This is the one for me." And, like, I was kind of, like, worried because I didn't know. I wasn't really focused on, like, if they had a good program for what I wanted to do. I was – and I was kind of, like, are people going to judge me? Because, like, Texas State is, like, the party school. And everyone would say, mm-hmm. oh, my God, you're going to party so hard. And I was, like, dude, mm-hmm. you can do that anywhere. Not only that, but, like, I feel – I don't know. I just feel like that's, like, a like, like big fear-mongering from, like, people telling you, like, in college – this is going to be what you're going to be doing. Partying all the time. I've gone to two parties, people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of, like, when I came to college, I was, like, kind of shocked to see that not everyone's going to invite you to their party. 
literally. You know, like it wasn't like the movies <laughs> where you got these frat parties, sorority parties, and you're going to be in all of them. Like that's not true at all, Spe- especially if you're like such an introvert or you you're that's just not your scene. Yeah. Or you haven't really broken out of your shell yet. It's not going to happen. Like, and no one's going to offer you free substances. Like, <laughs> ever. Ever know. That's also another lie that they like to tell you. They're like, everyone's going to give you substances, and you're going to have to be careful. No. No. Never. It's never happened. Yeah. It's a big lie. It's a big myth. <laughs> I, I will say, like, for me, like I always I never thought I was going to go to college, so I really never thought much about it, but then... The whole possibly going to an acting college and pursuing acting, and that didn't happen because again, <laughs> the the military would have paid for most of it, but I would have paid like maybe five thousand dollars out of pocket for something. It was really weird, but I remember I applied to. Originally, I was trying to go to the University of North Texas. Going to go to Juilliard? No, <laughs> I was going to go to UNT. Uh, I did think about UT because I'm a huge Longhorns fan. So I did want to go to UT, but it's fake. I kept hearing Mm-mm. like UT is really hard because you have to. It's like really, that's another thing. Yeah, because I was like, I stressed out all throughout high school. Am I really trying to do that again? Yeah, like yeah, UT sounds so hard. Yeah, and I didn't even finish. I was like, uh, I'm not gonna go here. Yeah, no, they made it sound like it was gonna be like the hardest thing to do. Like. I struggled in school, not really struggled, but I really didn't care as much in school. So I like was like a BC student. But then they were like, if you go to UT, it's going to be hard. You're really going to have to like push and do all these things. And I was like, dang, which is why I never wanted to go to college in the first place because I just did not like school. But I tried going to UNT because I saw their media program. And I was like, this actually looks like something I'm trying to do. Because obviously there's no like specific major to do voice acting or anything you have to fall under acting or theater and i didn't want to be that person that went into a theater degree which there's nothing wrong with that but for me it was the whole thing of my parents telling me you need a backup plan and i didn't see acting for me being that thing where i as soon as i graduate i'll get gigs and all that stuff because i'm such a good actor which i don't think i am but i i tried going to unt i got exempt from taking a lot of tests because of the military but I haven't been to school in four years. So they automatically were like, yeah, no, we don't want you. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I guess. And then I, it made me rethink some stuff. I was like, why am I trying to jump straight to a university when I haven't been to school in four years? And then I started looking at community colleges and I looked at San Antonio College, the Alamo district. And it's right there, but I have family here in San Antonio. So it was like, I have a support system. I have help if I need it. Um, it's like right there. And I'm not, you know, far, far away from any of my family members. So I applied to them and right off the bat, they accepted me. And I was looking at some of their programs. I was like, radio and television broadcasting. I'll just do that. And so is that thing where I feel like everything happens for a reason. So the reason I didn't get put into UNT is because I wasn't ready for it. I went to San Antonio College. I did my basics and it really helped me get back into the swing of going to school. So since 2019, up until now, I have done nothing but go to school. Literally spring, summer, fall, spring, summer, fall. Summer. Yeah, I took summer classes too. Mm-hmm. I need to do that. Yeah, so like since 2019, up until now, I have done nothing but go to school. And it just, it just really kept me in the, in the grind of things. And 
here I am now fixing to graduate in May with a bachelor's, which I never thought in my whole life I would do. Round of applause. Oh, yeah. Uh, time out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like, you know, I made the right choice coming here because honestly, Kimball's the one that talked me into coming here because as soon as I was getting done with uh, SAC and I was looking to transfer, I was looking at UNT and looking at UT. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go to UTSA just because it was the, I was already there. But they didn't have a media uh, program, nothing to do with radio, nothing to do with TV, anything like that. And so I looked at Texas State's program and I was like, yeah, I can do this one. So, yeah. And here I am now. UT also has terrible traffic. I think Austin, Houston, Dallas. Houston. Yes, Houston has bad traffic. I can't go anywhere without going through a toll road. Everywhere has bad traffic. Like, everywhere i, but I don't think in, they have bad traffic here no in san marcus i can literally drive around no, i can navigate pretty the well the traffic here is terrible also mm. especially when like trains are like passing oh my by. god i hate the trains here that's the one thing yeah. i don't like about this place is the trains <laughs> so annoying we don't have those in houston <laughs> <laughs> we don't have trains do we have trains in Roma? no we actually do. do well, we? no, they're in Rio, which is like, like the town over. Rio does have train tracks, but we... I was going to say, yeah, I've driven around Roma. And... Oh, yeah, because you've driven the whole town. Not really. <laughs> but you said, like, you haven't said everything that you did? Um, Like, college-wise? I don't know, but before we started. Oh, yeah, you did say something about, like, how I haven't explained all that I that I did. Oh, no, because like, you, you, you were in swimming. Oh, I did swim for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's just one of those things. I think now that I'm going to be 26, <laughs> um, I've I've just done a lot of different things. And it's confused everything that I've wanted to do. <laughs> like hardcore. I'm not I'm not exaggerating. When I was like a freshman, I was no in the seventh grade. I joined. I joined, like, the swim team that we had, and I just quickly, like, got into the rhythm of it, it, and I was doing okay. Like, I wasn't, like, the best, but I did go, like, district and regional, so, yeah. But in the process, I also became a lifeguard of being, because I wanted to teach, and I would take private lessons and stuff like that. Um, So I started teaching on the side to make extra money. Um, And so when I came here to Texas State, I wasn't going to work somewhere I didn't want to work. Like, I was, I, I just, I was not. I was not going to do that. So, lo and behold, the first year, I actually don't work, and I'm just cruising. <laughs> I'm just, you know, um, going to school, doing all that stuff, and I'm not working. My ex was. Um, but then after that ended, um, I had gotten a job already at the rec center, and I also, as a lifeguard, because I was like, I'm not going to do a job I don't like. I'm not. So I became a lifeguard at the rec center, and I kind of also just got, like, head guard positions, and I started doing some type of managerial work, and COVID hits. Oh, God. COVID hits, and I have to leave because the hours were extremely short, and, like, I have rent. So I went to the city of San Marcos, and I also became a lifeguard there. Um... And I was like, 
have a history degree. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a lifeguard. What am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing here? What am I doing? So I was like, okay, I need to give the lifeguard thing a break. So I started looking for other jobs. And I applied for like a couple. I, I applied for a museum in San Antonio. Um, just so y'all know, I actually did make the effort to try <laughs> to use my bachelor's degree in something. Um, but I got, I didn't, I never heard anything back. Not even like an email or a phone, nothing, nothing. So I was like, okay. So I started looking around here at Texas State and I see that they have a position open for student billing. And I'm like, well, it's not history related, but it will give me some administrative experience because the job was administrative assistant. And so I took the job. I applied. I got hired. And uh, I've been promoted to accounting clerk. And it's so stressful <laughs> because I'm not good at I'm not good at math. Like I don't know how to do numbers. Yeah, numbers scare me. scare me so much, but I have to work with numbers. <laughs> so I'm like, do? that's like the complete opposite of what I actually wanted to do. Yeah, but eventually you'll get there because like it's usually whenever people graduate from college, they don't go straight into their field. Yeah. yeah, It's a little bit of happenstance of where you end up. And then eventually, if you're still trying to pursue what you got your degree in, eventually mm-hmm. you're going to get there. Yeah, I also think it's more of like, it's okay to not fully follow a linear plan. Uh, it's completely okay. I feel like there's a lot of pressure for a lot of people to make it in whatever field they choose and when they're not in the field that they choose they feel like complete failures and i think it's it's a very important conversation that needs to happen with your like with yourself kind of because i mean you can ask kimball or or you've seen me where i'm like what am i doing like i have no idea what i'm doing i'm a loser i'm not even in the field i studied for but that's just you being kind of like too hard on yourself and realizing that hey like life happens you still have a degree like that is still that is still an achievement no matter if you're in it or not that's an achievement already within itself so like you know you kind of like have to like not be too hard on yourself when it comes to stuff like that no and eventually throughout the process you find out things that you have an interest in that you never knew you had an interest in or you find Mm -hmm. out about a talent that you never knew you had like whenever i was uh doing stuff in San Antonio College, I did an interview with this uh, radio host. She was a radio host, a TV uh, host, and a voiceover person. And she basically had my dream job. And her name's Yaya. She's in San Antonio. Um, But when I interviewed her and I was, you know, talking to her, getting info, she was like, do everything. In this field, you have to be a jack of all trades. So learn how to, you know, make content, learn how to write scripts, learn how to do audio, learn how to do all these things. And I was like, all right, yeah, if, if I want to do this, then I need to learn how to do everything. So in the midst of it, learning to do audio production, I found out that I love messing with audio. I love editing. I love producing. I love doing all these things to the point where I'm like, okay, if I can't do it as a radio host, if I can't be a voice actor, none of that, I can always do something in the sound engineering field. And from there, I just keep you know messing with audio, perfecting my craft in a sense. Mm-hmm. So I think like in the process, you find things that you're interested in and you also find out stuff that you're good at without even realizing it. Yeah. Like I, have, I still haven't had that experience. You're such a liar. <laughs> because as I said before, and I'm going to put you on the spot here, oh you're a writer. You were in creative writing. 
you've had teachers and people tell you that you're good at writing and you're writing now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's like I was telling you earlier, I don't like to talk about it much or anything like that because it, I feel like it makes me sound like someone I'm not. Like whenever you always like brag about how good I am at drawing or whatever, I'm like, don't tell people that because, because they're going to expect like Rembrandt or something like Da Vinci, Da Vinci, uh, Da Vinci or like, I know, I, you know, about it. Michelangelo, <laughs> Raphael. No, I'm not. I'm just, I, it's a hobby. It's a nice hobby. Writing. It's a nice hobby. But you're good at it. But sometimes when you pursue it, it ruins it. It kind of does. Yeah. Well, don't tell me that I'm still pursuing. No, like, okay. No, no, no. I can agree on, like, the pursuing thing. Like, it kind of ruins it because then you have higher expectations for yourself. And you have more pressure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you have more pressure. And that's the thing I kind of, like, gave up on, like, pursuing it. Like, pursuing art as a degree. Because I was thinking, like, okay, I can go into graphic design and all their stuff. But, like, what it's a more professional standpoint what's like a more stable standpoint than you know going into art and things like that and i can literally do it on the side without mm -hmm. any help with a degree yeah oh, dang. we're all coming for him <laughs> yeah i'm all just dragging him ignore me i'm just here <laughs> I mean... uh, no i mean it's just i considered art also for a bit um I don't know. I felt like if I practice more, maybe I'd be better, but I don't because it's just a hobby. Art's so fun. Um, it is fun, especially when you don't have the pressure of making a masterpiece. Yeah, that's when it's more fun because you're like, I can do what I want, and no one's there to tell me, well, this is wrong, this isn't what I wanted. You suck, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. It's more of like, I if I like it, I like it. If I don't, well, who's gonna see it? No one. Um, but. I haven't done anything in months. Uh, I mean, because it's hard. But you're also just staying busy with your with your job right now, mm. and trying to figure other things out. And it just it takes time. Yeah, but for any creative person out there, it gets better. <laughs> I promise. It's it's fine. I thought about doing art for like a minor because art's fun. I love doing art in high school. Yeah. Art class yeah. is the best. Mm -hmm. but i'm For not sure. like creative like i can copy and paste but like <laughs> like i'm really like if you give me a picture i can copy exactly but that's why i liked the class because she was like okay do something in this area and i was like okay i got it and then i would like start messing around yeah. i'd be like there so by copy and paste do you actually mean just like you can uh like reference photos yeah. yeah like free like you have a picture and you just freehand yeah what it looks like okay you said copy and paste i was like you just, I don't just click and click. <laughs> like, you said copy paste. I was like, no, I can like, yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool though. But like, are you more? Now we're talking about art. <laughs> are you more like realistic? Uh, something that looks like it should be on a comic book. I like everything. I I do realistic, and then I love I loved pastels. Pastels are so fun. Yeah, I wanted to get into charcoal so bad. Charcoal to me is very intimidating. It's really intimidating. It's very intimidating. Yeah, I I couldn't. I couldn't do it. It's really scary. I'm a very messy person. So, I know. I feel like I'm So crazy. I wouldn't be able to. Every time on TikTok, I see like ladies or dudes painting with like, not painting, uh, drawing with like charcoal. And they're like very like, their movements obviously are very deliberate because. Yeah. 
But art. it looks like so light. Yeah, but they're just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do whatever, and you're just like, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. I know. I could never. But I prefer oils, pastels. Pastels are so yeah. fun. Uh, colored pencils. Yeah, I do colored pencils. Pen. Y'all are Pen's so scary. artistic. That like is, all oh three, God. like all three of y'all draw, and I've seen all. Well, I haven't seen your. I can show you like uh, a start of something. Yeah, but like Tori, not Tori, Ronnie and, and Dez. I know y'all's art style, and it's like really good. And I'm like, dang, should y'all could do something with it? But like you said, pursuing it, I think it also falls under. Um, if you force yourself to do something, you're not gonna be good. Isn't that what you said last time, Dez? Yes. <laughs> yeah because like okay i have a shop on the side which i do commissions and stuff like that which is fun it's fun as like an extra job to just get like money and stuff like that but then after a while you kind of think about it and you're like okay well i really want to do this like having people tell me what to draw and stuff like that i'd rather create something on my own with like my own free time and get money from that rather than you know being told what to do yeah, it's your side hustle where you have your own. Yeah, it's kind of like my side hustle. Yeah. That makes sense, I guess. I just do voices, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, sometimes I just get in the mood, though. Like, I did this thing where it was it was popping up all over TikTok, like, crocheting. So I was like, I got to do it. Yeah. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I went to, like, I was in class, and I was like, I'm going after this. And I went to Hobby Lobby, and I learned how to crochet, and I was like, crocheting this um this like cardigan or something mm-hmm. it's just fun like, i have so much yarn that i have not used because i was like i'm gonna crochet and i'm gonna stick to it <laughs> didn't happen it didn't happen there's like a half started blanket somewhere in my closet yeah so i didn't finish I, it. yeah no i didn't finish <laughs> anything really that mm. is fun I, th- I think that's a lot of uh creative people's problems too instead of like of course we're all our own worst critics when it comes to our own creative stuff but at the same time, we start something and it just does not get finished. Yeah. Or you create an idea in your head, but you never do anything with it. Such a waste. Yeah. I mean, I'm at that position. I have like two or three ideas for like stories and I don't do anything with it because I can't write. I can't draw. I can't. It's Yeah. It's like if you can't perfect it, then it's not worth even touching. Yeah, pretty much. If, if Like I won't. If I'm not if I'm gonna, if I'm not going to be good at it, I'm not going to see results that I want. I'm not even gonna What's try. The point? Yeah, no, the like, point? I would love to take my ideas and go find people to like bring it to life, but that costs money. Yeah, because a lot of people aren't gonna you know use their creative talents for free, which some will because they just love it so much. But some things you're just like, I guess it's just gonna be a discussion. It's never gonna turn into anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, what would y'all say is like, how should you pick the right college? Hmm. That is an excellent question. I think the question is pretty broad. Bro- yeah, it is pretty broad or a little bit subjective because it's all a matter of perspective because there's people from a lot of different backgrounds trying to get a higher, like pursuing a higher degree. So like it's not so, like in my case, that I came to this college not because I was like I'm going to reap the benefits of this amazing network or anything, but because... I'm not going to call it fate or like destiny, but fate or destiny <laughs> uh, decided that you're not going to go anywhere else but here. And now like it completely changed my life for the best. I had no idea that Texas State was considered a party school and that it had this reputation. I didn't know. I came here 
and I completely fell in love with the campus because it's beautiful. It's really pretty. Oh, uh, it's very pretty. Anywhere you can just lay down and like, except in the quad. Don't do that in the quad. But like, you can just <laughs> yeah. lay down, read a book, listen to music, whatever. Like you know, you can just vibe out here and you'll be fine. And not to mention that there's a lot of good programs for students to like get extra tutoring or um scholarships a lot of opportunities and very diverse too super super diverse that was a big thing for me yeah and it was nothing it wasn't anything like i expected i will say when i first came here it was a complete culture shock for me coming from a place where we're all hispanic and there's like almost no other group of people there you're just like oh my god there's just so many different kinds of people in the world that exist <laughs> um so yeah like i i think it's more of like yeah you can make a choice as to where you want to go based on it's maybe like how prestigious it is how much it costs and stuff but it, essentially it's it's up to you know fate in a way to because that's where you're you're going to meet your friend group that's gonna where you're gonna meet your best friends for life, or they're gonna ruin your life. You never know. Oh my gosh! You never know because I've heard horror stories of like, oh, yeah. I was living with this person in college and I had the best time, and then she just turned around and stabbed me in the back. Physically, metaphorically, all the above. All, all the, the above. above. Yeah. So it's I don't know. I don't think there's like a correct way to say this is the right college for me, or like this is the best college or how to apply for it. It's more of like, what are your situations like? I also yeah. think it's not going to happen before the fact. Because like you said, you could be looking through brochures. You can be look, taking tours of campus and be like, this is it. And then in the middle of, you know, whatever, you're just like, oh. This is not it. This is not mm -hmm. it at all. Yeah. And then you just either uh, like leave and try to find another school that you thought was it or whatever. And when you know, you know, like you'll go around looking and then you find the spot and you're like, okay, yeah, this mm -hmm. is where I'm supposed to be. So I think beforehand you can do a lot of searching, but until you actually start getting in the groove of it, you're just not going to know until. Yeah. You're going to end up where you're going to end up. Yeah. Again, everything happens for a reason. And I wasn't a huge believer in that. I will say, like, I always thought that you have control of your own fate where you end up. But as it turns out, <laughs> It's crazy how there's like forces outside of your control that completely just derail you from that linear path that you thought you were taking. Like, I mean, I didn't know that I was not going to be with this guy that I came to live with until I found myself having to find somewhere to live. And I'm just like, oh, my God, <laughs> I thought this was going to be the whole like not everything changed. And I have to change everything. I thought I was going to have to go home. I thought I was going to completely have to go back to Roma and, like, get, go to community college there. But uh, my roommate was like, you're not doing <laughs> He said, you worked too hard to get out of there. You worked very hard to bring, like, follow your dreams, in a sense. You're not going to quit just because of this. And so he kind of talked me into staying and continue with going to Texas State and I mean, it's it's it couldn't have played any any like better way in my opinion. Yeah. This like I, and it goes to show how much I loved being here, 
as a lifeguard or as a student that I'm like still working here. <laughs> I work here at Texas State and like I think I'm going to stay for a while. Like I think I'm going to keep working here for a while. So <laughs> I just really liked it. I really love yeah. it. Yeah. I would say like I said, well, like she said actually, it really depends on, you know, the person and their goals and aspirations or like there's like special circumstances because for me it was more about wanting to get that specific degree I could care less whether like it was finance like if I was financially dependent or not I just wanted to get out of there Mm -hmm. and I wanted a different viewpoint than what I was you know currently in throughout like most of my life and I grew up as a really sheltered kid so I wanted to explore more of what was given out in the world and I didn't even know these like there was these types of colleges because uh I only knew A&M or UT or UTRGV and like you know (laughs) I knew that there was like you know community colleges and then I knew there was like actual universities but I didn't know there was other universities in Texas so like during that senior year time where you got to apply to different colleges I had no idea what I was doing yeah because I had no idea there was like these types of uh, other colleges in the state Mm -hmm. I knew there was like Baylor I didn't even know it was in Texas oh my gosh (laughs) right but like you hear a lot about rice I guess the one thing that I could tell people is do your research and do it well because you may never know what life gives you Mm -hmm. and also actually one huge advice that I didn't think about until like I guess when the application process was going along, I didn't know how scholarships worked. Me too. Uh, sometimes when you do the apply Texas, I don't know if it's still a thing anymore. Um, you can apply scholarship. You can apply through scholarships through there. Sometimes you can't. Let's just say if you just do it straight from like the university's website, they do another application for scholarships. Do those take advantage of those? Because I thought you had to get outside scholarships. I didn't even know that universities even had scholarships. Like, I thought it was just like, you know, if you had good grades, mm-hmm. you automatically get a scholarship. Yeah. So I would say, look at how you want to go to college, like the location, what you really want to do in life. If you feel like you're really ambitious about it, but you're not feeling too sure, try looking for a major that's like somehow related I wanted to go into like graphic design like I said but then I wanted to also do like broadcasting so I went into communications just as a broader search and then I narrowed it down depending on like the classes I took and I kind of knew what I kind of wanted throughout like college life you're not gonna know what you want as soon as you graduate high school it's always that type of search that you kind of have to go through on your own so my advice is like overall do your research yeah i kind of did my research i i didn't really i like the location for this place and i was like i can see myself not being like stressed out here Mm. I mean, I am, but, like, not that much. But, like, comfortably. Yeah. You're, like, stressed out, but you're comfortable. Like, yeah. I was, like, I can see myself being happy here. I think that's, like, what the big thing is. Yeah. Like, can you see yourself being happy? And you don't even need to be 
going to college. Like maybe college is for you. Mm-hmm. And that's perfectly fine. There's tons of people out there who don't. Yeah. Trade yeah. school. Trade school. Or there's also Trade a lot of school. There's also a lot of people that they start college and then they do become stressed out because it is a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, I just need a break. So they separate themselves from college for a good semester or two and they're like, I needed this. And now I feel like I can jump back in and mm-hmm. get the ball rolling back on that. But whenever I I don't know what I was looking for when I went to a college. I know I wanted the program, but again, like you said, Texas State was known as this big party school. I didn't that, even know that until I told people. Yeah. Yeah, and like people told me that, and I was like, that is not what I'm coming here for. Yeah. I'm not a big party person. No, he is not. <laughs> so I'm like, that's not going to change anything as to why I'm coming to college. Yeah. But even then, I don't even think I have a normal college experience. One, I got out of the military and I came here. So I wasn't going to parties. I wasn't just walking around campus and chilling or doing anything. And then COVID happened. I think I went to one semester of school and then COVID happened. And the rest of it was online until I transferred here in 2021. I think it was. No. 2020? I graduated 2021. You weren't even here i think it was the fall semester 2021 yeah yeah fall semester 2021 but even then like my college experience i don't it's not what i hear about or see on the movies as y'all said it's completely different but even then like i wouldn't change a thing i'm perfectly happy with what i'm doing where i'm at and i'm about to get a bachelor's bachelor's degree out of it so i'm i'm good yeah very proud of you Oh. <laughs> status isn't everything too like just because it's a nice school like that is very true and i found that it's one of my biggest pet peeves um like putting your like your status on where you went to go college yeah that's one of the things that i just cannot fathom <laughs> in my life it's um I don't know, like, I just feel like, hey, you did the work, no matter where you're at, you did the work, and you got your degree. No one should tell you that you're lame still, because you didn't get the education from, like, this super prestigious, expensive college, instead of just, you know, completing it in a small town, little uh, college, it's fine. Uh, One of my teachers in high school used to say, C's get degrees. So, like, as long as you get that degree, it doesn't matter how you get it. Just get it. Yeah. So. No, it still surprises me how much people use that as, like, a way to think you're better. Because literally at work, uh, these two girls that work in the front desk, Maya and Gabby. Maya graduated at Texas State with a couple of degrees. I forgot what they were. And then Gabby, she's taking a break right now. But one of the patrons, an older gentleman, came up and was just talking to them. And was like, oh, did you go to Texas State? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, what'd you get your degree in? And she told him, and he was just like, really? That's kind of that's kind of useless. Like, why would you, what are you going to do with that? Mm. And she just looked at him, and then he asked Gabby, and Gabby was like, oh, I'm taking a break. And he's like, oh, so you dropped out. And he was just going on this whole thing, like just bringing them down for not doing a certain major that yeah. is beneficial or, I mean, all majors are beneficial, but yeah. he just made it sound like, that they weren't doing anything with it or that they weren't going to accomplish anything. I call it completing college the ancient way, you know, because uh, a lot of a lot of older people are like, what are you stressed about? You have technology at the tip of your fingers. We used to just go to the library and 
that's how we got all our research technology done. makes things worse too yeah <laughs> um but i'm just like yeah we have a lot of technology available but the work is still hard yeah <laughs> like you, it gets harder we ju- yeah we just had we have less steps you know we don't have to go to the library check out the book read a whole chapter we can just literally google it or go to like the um Alkic library database get your book there read it but you still have to put in work to write like a 10 page paper oh. and then cite it properly and whatever you know like it's not you still put in work so work. oh we have to wrap things up guys any last words any shout outs uh you know what shout outs I, I didn't even mention him in this episode, but you know what? Shout out to my dad because I am the person I am today because of him. And, you know, the whole him and my grandpa both taught me, you know, with hard work, nothing like nothing is free. You have to work for it. And that's all I've been doing since I left my hometown is working to get to where I am now. So shout out to my dad for, you know, teaching me that lesson and, you know, just really helping me and guiding me throughout everything. Love dads. Always. Is. I would say I would like to give a big shout out to my niece because she currently goes here. And to be honest, I wasn't even considering Texas State. Like, I mean, I did. But then I was like, should I go or should I not? And then she got accepted. And I was like, you know what? I don't feel that much alone. I'm going to go through it. And I did. And I'm really glad I did. Because then I I don't feel as alone as I did back like when I was in Kingsville, and I'm really glad about that. Um, I also want to give a shout out to like also my boyfriend, my parents, or like anyone who like supported me in like having this huge life transition. Because I wanted like I as much as I wanted to be in like one location in a university, I realized life isn't like that. And when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. (laughs) So I'm really glad about, like, the people who, like, supported me throughout, like, you know, my current transition going into this university. So I'm really glad about that. But that's it for shout out. Veronica? Oh. Well, shout out to, I guess, my dad also. Um I'm the like the first I'm like the, the like the oldest child of five kids. So like wow. definitely my dad was a lot different with me than with the rest of the litter. Um and so he kind of set me up to be this person that anytime something bad happens, you got to dust yourself off, pick yourself back up, keep going. Cuz it's not about you know going down, it's about getting up. That's the whole thing. So my dad kind of also pushed me to be independent and fight and make all my decisions. And if it wasn't for him being hard on me in that kind of sense, I wouldn't I wouldn't be here either. I really wouldn't have had the guts to stay here and continue on with my education if my dad hadn't been like, you got to push yourself. And also shout out to Kimball. Yes, shout out to Kimball, because honestly, without him, I would not be here either. Yeah, he's like the glue that brought us together in a way. And, and Kimball has been realistically of like he's a he's a very he's a very much a realist, a person that will he will ground you 
if you're like floating too high, he will center you back down and he'll be like, listen, <laughs> it's great. And I'm glad you think that way or I'm glad you're having fun, but you got to bring yourself back down here. You got to remember, you know, calm down, <laughs> relax. And he's very like, he's that kind of person. He'll bring you back to the ground whenever you need to hear it the most. And without him, I don't think I would have had the, the like, I would have, I wouldn't have met you, but also I just wouldn't have had this experience that literally changed my life forever. Yeah. Shout out to him. That's my brother. That's one of my brothers from another mother. The one that actually has the other Digimon tattoo with me. My friend. Oh, um, I'll give a shout out to my best friend, Kendall. She's been there since I was like three. She's my little me. And she lets me rant whenever I need to. And she makes me laugh whenever I'm stressed. Love you. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you again for being on the show. Yeah, My bro. pleasure. All right, guys. That's it. Until next time. Till next time. And hopefully Des will be with us in person again. Yeah. Wish her well, guys. <laughs> Wish us all well. <laughs> We're going to need it. We're really sure. going to need it. <laughs> but until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.